This is the Ink, Pray, Love podcast. We talk all things health, wealth, and community connection. Let's go. Today on the Ink, Pray, Love podcast, we have an extremely special guest, someone dear to my heart, someone I've studied under my guru, Dr. Omanan Guruji, he is in India coming from his ashram, which I stayed at, and we are getting a direct, a direct communication with my guru. Thank you for coming here. I really appreciate you being on the podcast today. Hari Om. Hari Om. How are you today? Everything fine, very good, very nice. And how's the ashram running since I've left? Yeah, it's about six years ago. Yeah, it's going well, it's progressing. Now, recently we are coming up uh, uh, with a 251-bed capacity yoga therapy hospital in Ujjain, which you know about uh, 50 kilometers from here. And this capacity will be one of the third largest in the world. Wow. Wow. You're building that? Yes, it's all going on. That's amazing. Yeah, I'm so happy to hear that this the, the ashram grew. So little backstory for everyone listening. I met Guruji at a Vajrayana Buddhism conference in Bhutan, Himalayan mountains, little Buddhist town. I was, you know, I showed up there. I had diamond earrings and a Louis Vuitton shirt. I was fresh from city life. Uh, I'm surrounded by monks. Everyone's in their Buddhist robes. And then I see across this crowd, and first I'm wondering, why am I here? <laughs> Who's, why am I, this guy, fully tattooed here? And then I look across the crowd, and I see this beautiful, glowing man with these big Rudraksha beads and long, white, flowing hair. And I was like, whoa, who is that? And you looked right back at me right when I thought that, too. And you looked at me at this little like recognition, and I was like, I have to talk to that guy. Like it, it hit me so strong. I just need to speak to you. And when we got to connect, I had this feeling of just bliss. Like I felt relaxed for a moment and it just felt like you understood all my suffering. You just got me. And we got to connect. I interviewed you for a documentary we're making and you invited me back to your ashram. And I'll never forget that. I've told this on so many podcasts. It's like, if a guru invites you to his ashram, you go to his ashram, like you just go. <laughs> and I was like, I didn't even know where indoor was. <laughs> and then I found out there's 11 million people in this city. I had no idea. And when I first got to see you at this space, it was an incredible transition time for me. It was really powerful, Guruji. I, I was going through a massive change in my life. And this ashram was really powerful for me to have that shift. But the most important message, the most important time, and I don't know if you know this, so I'm excited to tell you, was when the ashram was running out of vegetables, it was a holiday, and you talk to the group of students, there's probably 30, 40 of us there, and you go, we need to buy vegetables, who will come with me? And I like shot my hand up, I was like, me for sure. <laughs> you know, I would have pushed people out of the way to go with you to this, to go on a car ride with you. So we get outside, you pick me. And I was like, yes, <laughs> I'm so happy. We go outside 
and you're like, yeah, we'll drive. And I don't know what I was thinking. I was like, wait, Guruji has a car. Like, I don't, <laughs> I didn't put that connection into my head. I was like, oh yeah, you drive. Of course. Was I expecting carpet? I don't know. And we get to that, that market and it was so busy, so busy. And I was like, wow, there's a lot of people going on here. People, you know, bargaining, there's cows, there's dogs, there's ducks, there's just everything. And the way that you carried yourself, it, it never left me because the peace that you had, the love that you had, the way you bargained for, was with love. You bought oranges with love. And me to see that, I was like, that's practice. That's spiritual practice. That's God coming through and the love that you have to even buy apples with. I was like, that's, that's it. That's the point of spirituality for me. I really, it, it, it struck my heart and it never left. That was so powerful. You buying vegetables, <laughs> that moment. <laughs> Did you know that? Yes, I remember. <laughs> I want to ask, what did it take to get to that space of being that loving, that kind, in the simplicity of everyday tasks? How did you become the man that you are today? See, I did nothing. It happened. <laughs> Classic guru answer. <laughs> when did you start practicing? And for everyone that doesn't know you, what is your practice? How did you become a doctor in yogic sciences? The journey started right from the childhood. I was so fortunate to born in a family which was having a lot of spirituality. My grandmother, she lived 105 years wow. and she was too much towards the spirituality. And my father, my mother, all were too much into this yoga, spirituality, Vedanta. And uh, the atmosphere in the house was so good and favorable to your maybe the flow which was coming from ages, I don't know. Then right from the childhood, it was like going to practice yoga, probably three years, four years of age, just across the, <clears throat> across the street from our house, there was one Vyayam Shala, uh, the place where children will come after their school, will play, will have the yoga, will have uh, all different kind of exercises, many gymnastics and uh, traditional Indian uh, exercises. So practically I started my yoga learning there and it was too good that almost my uh, after school most of the time was in the Yogashala. And during the young age, probably eight years or nine years, we had some twice, uh, once in a year for two months we all students used to dedicate something to our guru. So guru will not expect any money from the children, but what guru will say that for your wellness, for your fitness, for your awakening, what yoga, asana, like you are doing uh, push-ups, up sit-ups or uh, suri namaskar. So how many for two months you take a uh, resolution that much you are offering to the guru. It's a way that it is going to keep you fit, more flexible. So we used to have those kind of resolution that, okay, every day we will do 400 sun salutation. 
300 push-ups, like those kind of things I used to do <laughs> in the childhood. And then simultaneously in Ujjain, the holy river Shipra, where I used to go with my one of the friend. I learned swimming and then uh, meditating and uh, for hours, sometimes three hours, four hours in the water. And then we had uh, very powerful temples nearby our home. Uh, one of the most famous, world famous Jyotirling, Mahankaleshwar in Ujjain, where I used to go and sit for hours meditating inside the temple uh, place. And nowadays there is a lot of crowd. You are not even allowed to go inside that place. Mm. Uh, we call it Karbagra, the central place near the deity. And similarly, there were more uh, meditation places in Ujjain, some caves, meditation caves, thousands of years old caves. There I used to go. And then some places of Shakti Peet, where the more energy flows, there are still the powerful centers. So my then childhood used to be in those areas most of the time, walking around, seeing around and practicing. Instead of playing with the children, I used to go to the, these places where more practice of yoga, meditation and these things could really grow. I don't know, but it was happening. Then later on, uh, I came with the contact with Swami Parmanand Giriji, where I was initiated. And then he also gave a lot of guidance and help. And then we have a regularly our own self-practice, uh, early morning getting up and having our own way of practicing regularly and daily. That's why I always say to my students, you should always practice regularly, daily, your yoga and meditation so that you are keeping your life in a perfect and balanced order. Wow. So this was the growing things from the childhood. And then later on, uh, almost about 50 years of my age, I came in contact with one of the uh, head of the department here in Indore Engineering College, uh, Professor M. M. Kapoor. So he got very deep experiences during my meditation sessions when I was guiding. So he insisted me, Guruji, you should do PhD in, in meditation and all. I said, no, I don't want PhD now. It's okay. Already things are over. I don't want to go into it. Uh, no, but he kept on insisting me. I did my master's degree, then MPhil, philosophy and master's and all that. But he kept on insisting. And uh, I don't know, it happened then. At the age of 52, my PhD was done on Patanjali Yoga Sutra, one sutra. Yoga Chittavratti Nirodha means going beyond the coloring of mind and how this can be useful for yoga therapy or wellness and fitness of mankind. So this was the uh, topic, very interesting, very close to my heart, which I am feeling. Because of that could be the seed and it's growing, growing. Now today we are coming up with the third largest uh, yoga therapy hospital in the world. So this, this is the journey it is going on. I love it. Thank you so much for explaining that. I have a few questions around that. But I had memories also when you said Shakti. And I remember you saying big Shakti, big Shakti, and like big energy. And I remember that. And I remember you saying to me, let it happen. Let it happen. Like that was like you would repeat this when we were doing a process. So we'd be doing a big, you know, pranayama or shaking meditation. Or we'd be doing these yogic pranayama and, and 
these different type of practices that would blow my mind. <laughs> and then you'd be like, let it happen, let it happen. And now you're saying going beyond the coloring of the mind. Uh, what do you mean by that? And what was I going through? For everyone you know that hasn't been to an ashram and studied under guru, what what do you put people through and how does that expand their mind? See, our hands have a limitation to grasp something. Body has a, some limitation to walk. Similarly, mind also has some limitation. Mind is not unlimited, but it appears to be that it has unlimited powers. No, it is limited. But through which your hands are moving, legs are moving, eyes are moving, mind is moving, that is called Shakti. That is the boss of your all these uh, senses, body and the mind. So when you are going on the higher level, beyond your mind, you understand how the mind is playing its games. So when you master your mind, you are really going into the higher level. But when mind masters, mind is your master, problem starts that lead you towards the uh, destruction that leads to your imbalance, negativity. So one has to understand when I say let it happen means now don't talk to your mind. Mind cannot be your guru. Each time when your mind is your guru, problem is bound to happen because psychoanalysts are very clear about that. 95% of the thoughts coming in our mind are either negative or repetitive or useless or garbage or trash. So if you follow that trash, definitely life is going to suffer. But you must learn how to master the mind and that is the way uh, meditation is very powerful. And when you're going in meditation through pranayama, Many times this Shakti start rises up within your body and system and that Shakti which is in your body system is Kundalini Shakti. Awakening of Kundalini Shakti is in like a rising up of sometime like a snake or just vibrations and those kind of things start coming in the body. So there are many techniques when the Shakti and the Chakras start opening and one should learn from the Guru or the master, or the person who knows it properly, what to do with this Shakti, what to do with this power. And if you know how to utilize this power, life enters in the zone of joy and the bliss. Wow. Wow. It feels like being in the city, and a lot of people listening will be in the city, that this zone of joy and bliss seems unattainable. They're like, how do we do this? What would you recommend for people other than, of course, they need to come practice yoga, but if they don't or aren't able to come to India to do it right now, how do people find more joy in their lives today? This is a real challenge all over the world. People do not take it very seriously or sincerely. Reason being, this is the gray area which cannot be shown physically. This is not on the matter level. Okay, if you are going and buying something from supermarket, you know. I'm paying $1 and buying a good worth $1. But if somebody is saying, okay, I'm going to give you the bliss. I'm going to show you the path of the bliss. So it looks like that it is something people do not, first of all, understand how they will get it. 
because it need a proper systematic understanding first doing bits and pieces is not going to give you a right building there must be a proper foundation and then keep on moving forward so it needs a proper guidance now uh, we have here uh, kabir anand from england and others are helping us to bring something online we can have the small small some programs which can be very good for uh, people who are interested to get rid of their tension stress and all the mess going on trauma things in their lives so that every day if they only spare 15 minutes a day they will start going and gaining into more higher level of their own energies balancing their minds so that they can cultivate better life and peaceful and joyful manner of their own way i love it yeah we'll definitely put those in the show notes for people to be able to come and practice uh, abroad i'd like to circle back to when we were in that really busy crazy market and it seemed like you're from now after studying it seems like your emotional regulation and your nervous system is just dialed like just you you were so calm and is there any tips that you'd give to people practically on calming their nervous system in a space right away if they're feeling uh triggered if they're feeling stressed out if they you know what would you recommend in that space so one of the technique i would like to share with one of the technique i would like to share that let people go into bringing their first index finger and thumb together like this keeping their hands keeping their palms upward on their knees whether they are sitting on the chair or in the chair or on the floor this should be the position of their hands like this and then relax their shoulders one technique is simply you inhale with sound look at me and now very slowly 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 exhale like eyes are closed and inhale for example is taking 1 second let exhale take 10 seconds relaxing the brain and exhale you try it for a moment just now see yourself how it works inhale powerfully and hold the breath for a moment and very slowly slowly exhale and when you exhale exhale the burdens from your brain from your head exhale toxins hurting things from your heart again do it five times at least each time inhale with full force and while exhaling just let go let go is opposite to ego another three more rounds continue and then you will tell your experience to the audience also how it works go deep into that system go more slow in exhale cool calm quiet one more deep round deepest round possible and go very very relaxing way and then gently rub your palms and gently massage your face <laughs> I remember this. <laughs> you remember this power? I remember this. It's so, so good. Give this power to give this power to all your friends. <laughs> I will. 
I can't wait Very for them good. to try it. I hope they they're everyone listening was definitely doing that while they, while we were, how could you not? It is, is it's amazing because right away I feel joyful. I'm right away happier, calmer. And it's amazing to see what intention, you know, into calming yourself, but also the guidance for me always just makes me like a child again. I love it. It's really, really, really sweet. I, I love that so much. Um, yeah. Upon leaving your ashram, it was very powerful for me because I got very deeply connected to karma yoga around then was really seva was a big part that I knew I needed to live with. Um, how does that filter into your life and why is it important in seva for everyone to m make room for in their life? When those, <clears throat> the richest man in America, who got so many stuff all over the world going on. He was about to die. Doctor said one more year maximum at the age of 52, it was declared. So this was a big problem for this man who created so much wealth, become the richest man on the earth. So at that time it is said that he met Swami Vivekananda. What Swamiji told him that whatever you have accumulated, what is going to happen after your death? It is a crime that you are accumulating the wealth and you are going to give it up as it is. Better you start giving for the wellness of society. And he just, it is said that he just picked up this powerful suggestion from Swamiji. He started establishing the charitable things and uh, insulin was uh, discovered with his charitable organization and so many things happened. And... Uh, Carnegie, D. Carnegie, what's that big man, man? He lived 93 years after he started giving what he received. So seva is something which increases our inner system. Mm -hmm. It increases our, uh, uh, practically, if you are giving something to somebody, your happy hormones increases, your balance of life increases, you cultivate more harmony in your life. But before you give something, you must have something with you. And what giving is important, not all, all the time with money. Because everybody is having not money. But everybody has got the Shakti, energy, power, wisdom, intellect, something to do. But on an average, every person has some expectation while doing something. But sometime when you are doing something without expectation, without attachment, without complaint, then that is called seva. Selfless seva means I am not doing for me, but let it happen for others. And let this body be a, an instrument to serve others. So there are two types of people on the earth. One people, one type of people, I, me, myself. I live for myself. My life is for me and myself. This is the first type. Second is I, me, ourselves. So they are living for others also. Apno ke liye. Apne and apno. That's the two words there. So those people who are living for others, they are living more joyful and balanced life. It has been analyzed. Many people are highly self-centered, selfish, and they are not interested in others' life at all. So you will find that their life is like a contracted life and a shrinking 
life they live like a miser kind of things they cannot even smile those kind of people so better to have a seva karma yoga and that will give you more happiness in your life mm-hmm. it is part of as a uh, we say karma yoga it is one of the path defined in yogic science and through this karma yoga one can attain the liberation because when you are not doing work for yourself so you are not attached to it when you are not attached to any karma so you will attain the liberation you are free from the vicious cycle of birth and death wow thank you that's beautiful that's a beautiful explanation i absolutely love that um you touched on there the ego i'd love to know your take on how does one have a healthy relationship to their ego see there are two types of ego one is tamas tamasic ego what we call is the dark ego this dark ego is not ready to listen to anybody it is only for ego has its own nature to expect from others always demanding and ego is identification of object by the observer observer identify itself with the object is called ego example if you got a money million dollar with you you call million millionaire yourself you call millionaire so million dollar doesn't know what it is it doesn't know even it is money but millionaire you are identifying yourself with the object that is called ego so this false ego is a troublemaker you need a certain percentage of good ego to serve yourself and then there is a ultimate ultimate ego that is the true self when you realize your true self that is called the ultimate realization that is the purest form of ego so false ego is the root cause of sorrow one of the major root cause of sorrow false ego yeah i love and that and to remove it of course meditation yoga is the best way and it is recommended <laughs> Of course, of course, absolutely. When you said the true ego, that that struck my interest. How do we find our true self? There there is a systematic way of uh, pursuing the yoga path. There are methods, techniques described in this path and one need to seek those systematic way and one can attend that. Like say Patanjali Yoga Sutra very special powerful book is talking about that. it has given the eight limbs of the path of yoga and once you follow you can attend that and mm. highly recommended that you you learn it from a some master some guru who knows the subject and who can guide you easily because books or the information is good but it will not be ultimately taking us to that realization you need a certain little more guidance it helps a lot Mhm. I know. <laughs> I know from that experience <laughs> training with you in that short period of time was massive. Very big big shakti as you would say. Bahut acha as you would say. Those are those are very very fun times. When you said about money to that interests me because I often think about, you know, how spiritual people think about money and the energy of money and you know, in the west we're all worrying about money. Um yeah, what's your take on that? <laughs> see money 
is a mean but not the goal it helps us to achieve to live the life but this is not goal money is needed it is the necessity but how much that is the question now you are making money for enjoying but by the time you are ready to get more money you are old you are unable to enjoy you are running for making money to have the peace but peace disappear by the time you have the money you kept on trying to make money for enjoying so enjoyment is uh, practically swallowed by the greed and the money you have no time to rest and enjoy and look into within yourself because money is again object outside so there is no time to go inside because always person is busy in the materialistic world so spiritualistic world means going within finding your own energy finding your own power and now science is also coming more closer to finding your own self they are talking about the metaphysics quantum physics and all that so money is just physical aspect one of the aspect of outer life it's not ultimate otherwise mm-hmm. all moneyed people would have been the uh, enlightened one it's not <laughs> I've heard someone tell me that money was an entity itself because it's taken on a spirit because it has so much intention into it that money money has energy. Would you disagree? No, money has energy, no doubt about that. Money moves people mm-hmm. because it is something outside visible. Like a car is moving somebody people, we sit in the car, we sit in the plane, it is moving. So it is also energy. <laughs> it is a way of because see, you cannot carry everything in like a when you give up the money everyone gives up the money when something more important than money is required when you need the bread when you want to buy the bread you are hungry you give the money so money is the media you can't eat money <laughs> <laughs> true 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 yeah wow yeah that's something i feel like we stress about quite a bit and from what i gather is if we can feel more joyful and content with our lives money will come or as long as we're doing something worth it um we can make that the money it, it it's a big deal out here in the west it, especially now coming from bali back to vancouver it's it's a big deal it's it's correct, a lot correct yeah, no, making north. money making money is an art mm. but one should not get lost just in making money yoga is not against making money not at all because the four principles of life dharma artha kama moksha in sanskrit that means let your life be with a proper dharma dharma means the law of nature artha means the money the the wealth kama means the desires and moksha means the liberation so they have accepted the part of this wealth also it is not Uh, regretted or it is not something bad but it's an art but you should not get lost while running for the money mm, perform yes. your karma perform your duties and let the results come <laughs> is it possible to clear past karma by doing good deeds now yes. can you clear the past yeah that's right possible mm. perform the good karma to cultivate the old one Yeah. Let them all be wiped out with your good karma. Then enter into karma yoga. Yeah. 
without attachment performing so you are not creating new karma i did i did something bad last week <laughs> it was it, i lost my i lost my temper it wasn't good uh there's there's many drug addicts in in vancouver and one oh, was stealing okay. yeah many 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 one was stealing from and i live in a nicer area but one was at the the pharmacy and was stealing and the security guard caught him and he was making a big commotion he said he got assaulted and uh, it was the end of my day i i i i lost my temper and i just turned and i i swore at him and i told him you know you need to get get out of here i definitely swore at him and i didn't like that he was making trouble you know i didn't like that he was making a fuss the manager was a you know a little woman and the security guard he was making a a big deal and he was acting very not like not not good actions and so i lost my temper and i just uh, yelled at him <laughs> and i felt so angry for for like you know 30 minutes after i was just like oh and then i felt bad cuz you know what he said to me you know i told him he was a drug addict so like in a not nice way and he said you know what i think of you you're a rich kid like a trust fund kid like i have rich parents which couldn't be closer further from the truth okay i knew that was about his his parents really a reflection but then why did i lose my temper so quickly i got i should have been compassionate i should have i should have channeled my inner guruji and calmed the situation <laughs> down you know i needed that breath i should have taken the breath before we started got that it, got it, got it. you know and so i thought afterwards like that's not cool that's not how i want to operate it felt it felt very bad actually and so i asked a mentor i have here for Seva um I said I don't just want to complain about an issue I I can only complain if I'm doing something if I have some action and it's a big problem here you know what can I do and he said work with the children that are going to be that later become drug addicts work with the kids and help right. and so I thought something like that but what I needed was to have deeper compassion and I think where I got upset was I work very hard. I have I have many jobs. I don't work one job. These people just do drugs all day and I got really angry like get a job. You know, I got very angry. Right, right, right. What would you say to that? Even just for me personally, but I bet you there's a lot of people listening to it and a big big amount of people in Vancouver that are dealing with there's many drug addicts. How do we feel compassion and do something positive about the See, issue? See about the addiction. Addiction we have certain yoga therapy. Mm. it helps a lot to bring them back uh one uh, we have uh, jason in uk he is he has really done very good he came here a couple of years back then he set up one hospital for de addiction through yoga therapy there mm. in association with our setup and he is getting very good results he is still doing one uh, uh two years yoga therapy diploma with us and he is about to come this year in in ashram again so uh, he went to many of the uh, setups all over the world for addiction treatments and this and that he himself was victim so he knew how he came out and how he can help so this was really very interesting because what yoga is saying for 21 days if you are really there not without these drugs and all that brighter chances 90% 90% or more chances that you will not go back to that problem so you need a cycle to bring out of that uh, 
vicious cycle which was already there break that cycle come out and observe it because anger is energy so that energy can convert into compassion and kindness and guidance so do that and help them and whenever it is required we can definitely give you more uh, detail about that package later on how one you can help them because you are already a good yoga professional and uh, how you can help them right maybe I, I, maybe maybe in the in the month of may and june uh, i am in us i don't know if if that will be good for a day or two we can come down to your place and see if, if you have that. some people to talk <laughs> i would love that i would love that i will set it up for you for sure i would love that <laughs> we should do that so the compassion part i want to get into yogic therapy later because i think a lot of people will be very interested in yogic yes. therapy that's a beautiful subject uh, i love it so much the compassion space because i noticed coming back to vancouver there's triggers like okay dealing with my family again okay i need to be very be spiritual around your family because it's very hard <laughs> that's that's the yes, hard part. Yes, yes. very triggering <laughs> so compassion you know and how would you and i think a lot of my listeners will 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 talk about okay that's the hard part family that's triggering what would you say to bring more compassion into our lives when it's coming into the close relationships around us? See, compassion is the true nature of ourself, very close to. Compassion, it comes from within. When you are under a pressure of anger, frustration, these are influenced from outside. Mind is influenced when it is seeing so many things. But compassion is like a a fragrance flowing from a flower its nature so our nature is diminishing by way of the false things coming in our system those clouds or the virus which comes in they unnecessary are created and then tension stress anxiety fear those kind of things start rising up so compassion is on the backyard so whereas whenever you are just present every day just doing 10 15 minutes of meditation you will start going more closer to your own fragrance and you will start spreading this fragrance full of love and compassion mm, i love that our true nature is compassion all the other things that are false that we see in the world are blocking that true nature if we can take those away we get back to our true nature of compassion so correct Very in true. what you're saying all of us are inherently good people we just need to tune very out yes. stuff and actually get back to the good inside of us very good <laughs> it's very beautiful <laughs> how how does yogic science and oh, sorry yogic therapy and yogic science how does that help help heal people that you've seen what what have been some of the healing cases that you've seen aside from what you've shared already and how does it work like say i'll give one of the example last month we had one of the uh, very famous here in indore he has got four big hospitals one or one or two of them are five star category hospitals he came with a cervical uh, problem having the belt in his neck and all that so on the fifth day his belt was over and he started working very nicely and he was he is already having a big team of doctors so you these doctors they know from inside that many of the diseases they do not have proper treatment in modern medical science so they come to the yoga therapy like mm-hmm. migraine headache 
लगता है थायराइड्स प्रॉब्लम ब्लड प्रेशर प्रॉब्लम बैक बैक पेन देन जॉइंट्स पेन आर्थराइटिस स्ट्रेस टेंशन डिप्रेशन एंगजाइटी फीयर एंगर दीज आर द प्रॉब्लम्स ऑफ ह्यूमन लाइफ समटाइम सम ऑफ देम आर मोर डेंजरस दैन कैंसर मॉडर्न मेडिकल साइंस हैज नो ट्रीटमेंट देर आर अबाउट वन हंड्रेड डिजीजेज विच आर वेरी वेरी प्रॉब्लमेटिक इन द वर्ल्ड मॉडर्न मेडिकल साइंस हैज नो प्रॉपर सिस्टमेटिक ट्रीटमेंट बट योगा थेरेपी ऑन द अदर हैंड गॉट सम ऑफ दीज वेरी नाइस वेरी गुड रिजल्ट ओरिएंटेड रिजल्ट फॉर योगा थ्रू योगा थेरेपी सो वन कैन रियली टेक अप बट इट मस्ट बी सिस्टमेटिक गाइडेड बाय प्रॉपर पर्सन नॉट बाय जस्ट ऑर्डिनरी योगा टीचर समटाइम योगा टीचर्स मे हेल्प बट दे मे नॉट बी नोइंग a systematic way of yoga therapy so you, to become a yoga therapist there are very good courses also run by our institute and one can take advantage of that to help others first you help yourself then you help others <laughs> yep yeah that's the truth i know that one very well and you got to do it you have to put your own your own safety vest on first before you can help yes, save anyone else good. <laughs> I love that. And I think I think a lot of people are looking for help these days, especially after coronavirus and Correct. mental health. Mental health is a big deal right now. And Correct. that that being able to heal inside and out the physical symptoms as well as the mental symptoms because I know when I came to the ashram I was a lot more emotionally volatile than I am now. It, yes, was, it yes, was a very yes. interesting time. <laughs> What do you mean you remember? What did I do? <laughs> you did so many things. <laughs> <laughs> I did so many things. <laughs> oh no. <laughs> I didn't know you knew about those. <laughs> and, and well, it, it, was, it was very nice talking to you today. Maybe we'll set up one other day time. I would love to. I'd love to. I'm sure you're very busy and you got a class to teach and you're in your ashram hall right now. Let's absolutely do another time and book you to come to 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 the when you come to America, come to Canada, we'll host you. I'd love to see you. Thank you I'll so much. I'll make the program. Sure, sure. Thank you very much. <laughs> All for everyone best. listening please I'll, i'll put the show notes please visit guruji's ashram please check out his online programs you need to learn from this legend he's an amazing human he changed my life and for everyone this is a special chance to tap into something real so please follow along and uh we'll have guruji on again thank you everyone my pleasure i am very happy to see you happy All the best, all the blessings. So good Adio. to see you. Adio. Thank you. <laughs> Thanks for listening to this episode of the Ink Pray Love podcast. I'm your host, Aaron Baya, and if you'd like to do some charity work, go to www.aaronbaya.com/charity. Support one of the causes on that page, whichever resonates for you. Do some good today. Thank you.